Good evening, folks. Thanks for coming out. I'm almost 60. 60. Fuck. I think that's the first time I said that out loud, outside of the voices in my head. Let's not dwell on that, though. No one wants to be defined by their age, right? So, I've acknowledged the elephant, the, the old, scaly, half-blind, left-for-dead elephant in the room. Let's just move on. So, show of hands. Who else's prostate's the size of a basketball? Yeah, a couple of guys here? Yeah, don't hesitate if you need to go to the bathroom in the middle of my act. I've gotten to where I keep a plastic bottle to piss in at the side of the bed, otherwise I'm getting up five times a night. Don't worry, ladies, it's a wide mouth bottle. Not because my dick is big, it's not anymore. They don't tell you that, do they? That it fucking shrinks with age? Your balls get bigger and hairier, and your prick shrivels up. They should tell us. I don't know who they are, some, some old guy standing on the crosswalk waiting for the light to change. Your cock's gonna shrink, boy. Now drop your pants. I suppose priests could serve that purpose in the church. But there should be someone, some government agency designated to inform us about our cock and balls so we know what to, we're supposed to do with them as they age. The Department of Aging Cock and Balls can be a part of the, the fence bank. Anyway, I use a wide mouth bottle when I pee so I can fit my big hairy balls in it. When they start floating, I know I have to stop peeing before it overflows. Really, I'm sad. 60's not that old, right? It's the new uh, 48. Whatever the fuck that means. I mean, does anyone really want to relive their late 40s? Isn't that when midlife crises begin? Well, middle class midlife crisis. Deeper in debt, another 20 to 20 years to pay off the mortgage. Kids starting college, which means more debt. Regrets about shoulda, woulda, coulda. I've never been middle class. I've always just been the working poor. I don't know if other poor people have midlife crisis. Any other any other poor people here? Yeah, yeah, a couple of you? Yeah, yeah, you definitely. What would be the poor person's equivalent of buying an expensive sports car? Getting uh, getting the expensive wax treatment at the car wash? Not buying the monthly bus pass so you can be spontaneous and open to whatever the universe brings? And the super wealthy. Did Bill Gates have a midlife crisis? Maybe that's what his whole deal with Jeffrey Epstein was. And all those guys. Not so much reliving their youth as fucking youths to bury their regrets. Their big, hairy, low-hanging regrets. Actually, I don't envy anyone in their younger generations. The way things are going, 30 is the new 48. They can't even have a proper midlife crisis. How could they? They can't qualify for credit. They're working two or three jobs just to have the option to eat or pay rent. My parents raised six kids, paid a mortgage, had two car payments, all on essentially one income. That is until they hit their late 40s and lost their fucking minds. In his 40s, my dad grew his hair long, grew a full bushy beard, bought a motorcycle, and started skydiving. He was so filled with debt and regret, he had to drive two hours to a rural airfield to jump out of a fucking airplane just to clear his head. And he didn't just do it once or twice. Every weekend, for 10 years, he did this. The only reason he stopped... When he reached 58, his bones couldn't take the jarring landings anymore. For a full year, his ankles kept swelling after landing on the ground. I stepped off a curb funny once, and I'm bedridden for a week. It used to be you could take a year off, discover yourself, right? When you're younger, when you, you're the, what is it called, the gap year? What now? Take a year off from eating? Discover what heating grate you'll sleep on this winter? No, it's over. No more... Jack Kerouac's expressing themselves through free verse as they wander the country. 
No. No, now what we got? Content writers. <laughs> Have you read this shit? Any content writers here? Yeah, a couple. Have you read their shit? <laughs> First three paragraphs and the caption under the lead photo is the same fucking shit. Reword a little, but the exact same info. And then bullet points breaking down what we just fucking read using the exact same words. It's fucked up. Nobody can write anymore. Clickbait is as creative as it gets. The rest of the content is either telling you something you already know three times or something you'll never need to know three fucking times. Get to the end and it's like it... Is that it? I clicked on it because the fucking headline said do this simple hack and you'll never have to work again. Goes on and tell me if you retire early at 62, collect Social Security and take a pension, you'll never have to work. Next paragraph. Did you know that at age 62 you can collect Social Security and if you worked a job that provided a pension, you can withdraw money from it. If it's substantial enough, you'll never have to work. Next paragraph. You'll have the financial freedom to never work again. Just apply for early retirement at age 62. Plus, you'll have needed to work the job that provided a pension sufficient enough to retire on. And then the photo caption. This is Bob. He retired at 62. And with his full pension, he never needs to work again. That's the end. That's the fucking end of the article. And of course, the text is wrapped around advertisements, which is what it's all fucking about. Clickbait. So that we fucking get lured into being brainwashed to buy garbage. <laughs> okay, folks, you've been great. That's my time. Thank you all so much. What a great crowd. What a great crowd. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah, uh, what what do you want to talk about? The police? Aye, don't get me started on the police. <laughs> the police force in the U.S. began as vigilantes, hunting down runaway slaves for plantations with <laughs> militias to terrorize indigenous communities to expand colonial sentiments. You want to know what the Second Amendment is about? Well-regulated militias? This is what it was about. Runaway slaves and suppressing indigenous communities. From these auspicious beginnings, the police have existed to control communities and be a buffer between the working class, black and indigenous and people of color, and any efforts to challenge the ruling elite. Alright? Police are trained to treat citizens as enemy combatants. They see the streets as war zones. Add to this the high proliferation of white supremacists, active KKK, and neo-Nazi prisoners as officers. We have a situation we're in where black and indigenous people of color are outright murdered in the streets by the police with impunity. The focus of the protests on the police is a direct spontaneous response to these killings. In order to make a broad, systemic change, the protests and the energy from it are Get calling for more than reform to current policing strategies. Nothing less than outright abolition of police across the country is demanded. In order to carry this out, the elimination of the current order of our economic and political system is going to need to be activated. Dismantling the power of the ruling elite will be required. This cannot be achieved under capitalism, folks, nor with attempts to reform capitalism. This will not be achieved through the ballot box, as political parties are just another buffer between the ruling elite and, and the people. Sorry, Bernie bros. It ain't happening. Historically, meaningful change has come through the elimination of the ruling elite and its power structures. You want some steps to abolishing the police? Step one, legalizing marijuana, which is happening across the country, right? And yet there's still black and brown communities where people are being arrested for marijuana possession. People are languishing in prisons because they sold or were caught with marijuana. Right? Which is going to lead us to decriminalizing drug use. All drugs need to be decriminalized. Money that was going into their incarceration needs to go in from the, from the justice system, needs to go into healthcare system, needs to go into clinics, treatment facilities. 
when we get rid of the police, what's going to take its place? Restorative justice for community conflicts, right? The communities will take the lead on how to deal with crime in the community. Not some outside force that's there to simply keep, uh, protect property, right? Educational equality is the key. Funds for all schooling is equal across the board, across the country. It's going to be, mean free education for all. That's what it's going to take, right? Workers control of production and profit in the workplace. Nothing short of this is going to affect the change that we need. The legalization, decriminalization, legalization of sex work. Yeah? Healthcare provided to sex workers. Counseling. Uh, housing. If the fully funded community mental health services becomes a long way in decreasing all these mass shootings that we're seeing. Which is really what that, what that calls for is universal health care. No more of this for-profit health insurance medical providers. We can then be start beginning to, to, to open the prisons and, and abolish the prison industrial system. Because it's right now just for profit. It's purely for profit and slave labor is happening inside of prisons across the country. We need to begin to demilitarize the economy. What does that mean? Stop having the in military industrial complex control how state budgets. State budgets are dependent on military bases. They're dependent on defense contractors. They're, defense on, they're dependent on arms manufacturers, right? That's why, that's why senators can't, with full force, oppose wars. They can't oppose increased defense spending because if they did, they'll be, they'll be jeopardizing jobs in their own state. And what's going to take is the abolition of career politicians. We need to get rid of these Nancy Pelosi's and Chuck Schumer's and, and Mitch McConnell's and fuckers who are in their 70s and 80s who've been there for 40, 50 years. We need to get rid of that. We need to put term limits on the senators and congresspersons. And we need to lead to the abolition of a two-party political system. It's really just one party, folks. It's the party of the oligarchs. There are two branches, and if they are good cop, bad cop. Well, we're both all bad cops, but they try to play it off. Or the liberals fall into the trick of thinking that the Democrats are somehow, um, you know, progressive and, and have our best interests at heart. They don't. Neither party does. And these are just beginning steps. Thank you, folks. Thank you. Thank you all for coming out.